for dreamers with day jobs oh we did it we're back we're back for another episode we're so excited we got a really cool guest this week somebody who's doing things that i would really like to be doing but we're back here at the comic strip live and we're excited about that yes because as you know while this job this job this show was born out of frustrations we're here to inspire everyone who is pursuing their dream jobs as josh and i pursue ours do that again go Uh, yes do it again go okay And yes, remember, while this show was born out of our frustrations, we're here to inspire everyone who is pursuing their dream jobs as Josh and I pursue ours. Awesome. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Josh. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a good week? Um, I did. And um, as we mentioned on the last show, Ella had her talent show. Yes. um, And they killed it. Wait, remind everyone what it was. And she did Rhythm Nation with two other girls. On stage at school. Yes. And I... Helped choreograph it based on a tutorial we found online. Right. And it was very clear that I took the talent show way more seriously than <laughs> most people. So, oh, so you watched a tutorial on how to teach it? Yes. Because I did see the video and it was impressive. And I was like, how did you learn how to do all yeah. those? No, moves? I learned it with Ella. And then we, like, one of the other girls also kind of learned it at home. But the third girl we taught, and then the other girl kind of just let us teach her, too, in the end. So. They, w- they were great. They were really Yeah, no, great. it was great. And you know what the most impressive thing was? These kids supported each other. Like, it was just so incredible to see. It really was. So My favorite part of the video is where every, the music starts, and everybody in the audience starts to clap, and then they soon realize that it's a three-and-a-half-minute song. <laughs> They're just like, we're going to let these they guys dance. They taper off. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, and that's what was impressive. Like, these girls, like, you're like, wow, how did they learn all? of this it was really impressive it really was good for you congratulations thank you what about jobs anything going on um i'm waiting to hear on consulting some really interesting consulting work today um and then i still have some interviews next week and the week after so what about you josh i am uh, i'm also trying to work on some things i spoke to a friend the other night it was like you know you'd be a great brand ambassador for us and i was like oh that's interesting i mean it's not like a high-paying job but like you know something to kind of be out and about doing talking about which you know right i mean what do I do? I just don't shut the fuck up. So right. talk about what kind of brand? Care. Just like a like a, his products that he sells in his company, you know. So like go out to like corporate events or even just you know other situations and talk it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also trying to start some of my own stuff. I'm revi- I'm revisiting some old projects that I wrote and never maybe did so much with. And uh, I don't, I got oh I did get asked to read in a, like a table read, not a big deal, but like to play like a a Jewish funeral home. Uh, like owner, I was like, yes, that's like up my. I want that. Rye, you know, Nebishi, like can't wait. So feels like it was that. written for you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have a super interesting guest tonight, and why don't you explain, Brianna, because you 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 know him a little bit. So Keithin Hergut, Hergut, Hergut. Damn it, I knew I was gonna mess that up. <laughs> anyway, it's getting really hot in here, isn't it? It's Keithin. <laughs> it's Keithin. I'm not gonna lie. So explain why Keithin is uh-huh. a model, but he um, is evolving his career by um, starting his own production company mm-hmm. called August Ace Productions and putting out your own content. I know you just did issues, which is something that you're launching, or it's mm-hmm. a web series. Yes, a web series that you're launching. launching. 
Um, so we're excited to have Keevan here today because, as our listeners know, we talk to people who have reached their dreams or who are pursuing their dreams and those who evolve their dream jobs. And obviously, Keevan was a male model, but he is now evolving his career into something that will allow him to pursue acting. And, and I'm evolving my career into one day looking like Keithan. <laughs> That's my career evolution. I, I think need you need to step your goals back. Eat your vegetables, back. kid. I need yeah. vegetables. <laughs> I need some kind of like I think growth your, your goals, you might want to <laughs> step back. I got the beard and like kind of the chin a little mm, bit, the but the, re- the hairline is going to be really hard to yeah. put that together. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a head of yeah. hair. Uh. If, if for if for reference during this episode, you want to just like jump to the internet and go to keithandherget.com so you see why we're like you know <laughs> amazed by him and his <laughs> and his outer and inner beauty, then you can. Is it weird that the last few guests that we've had on were like pretty like good looking human beings? Well, all of them are good looking on the inside. Some just have a little bit more going on on the outside. But yeah. yes. Even the episode we did where it was just us talking, we were so good fucking looking. hot. We were so good looking. So hot. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so Keithan is here today. Um, he's from my circle of friends. <laughs> just made Rihanna so <laughs> No. Sorry, Rihanna. I'm totally comfortable. All right, good. Anyway, um, I met Keithan many years ago. Um, my boyfriend from elementary school got married. And I went with my brother because we were both very good friends with him, and I left my husband at home. Um, and Keithan was also friends with this um, Nathan. We'll call him Nathan, uh, the boy who doesn't want to ever grow up. Um, <laughs> Big I Nate, I call him. Yeah, I adore Nathan. But anyway, <laughs> um, Keithan was there. He may have hit on me. I may have ho- held on to this <laughs> for years. You let it happen. And right? I may still talk about it when I'm 89. Honestly, I don't know. if he wants to hit on me right now, he totally can. Uh, Marry two kids, you do whatever you want, Keith. Yeah, this was also pre-baby. So, you know, it was early in the marriage. <laughs> but anyway. I, did we dance? I, we did. We did. <laughs> I may have still kept him as my wedding go-to, date. go-to, I suppose. Let's yeah, get out on the dance floor. I may, I may have kept him as my wedding date, even though. You Way know. to go. But anyway, um, so he's here today to talk to us about how um, his career started and where he, what he's doing now. Give the title. Um, so this show is going to be called Role Model because he is a model who is now creating roles for himself. I kind of like what Perfect. you had here. Being your own role model, creating the model role. I, I, I just felt like a lot. It so is, I was but trying to you're condense so witty it. and punny like that. I love it. So that's okay. what it is. One of those. With, Which one? With Keith and Herget. Which uh, one did you pick? The though? one that being your own role model, creating the model role. Well, no, that's way too long. Those are two different titles. I was just trying to come up with a title. Then what about pick some? One. All right, we're like we're producing as we <laughs> yeah. go here. Uh, what <laughs> pick about, one. Uh, Which one do you like, Keith? Creating the model role. End it. That's it. We can't go much longer. Then it's just too long. Keith, what about what creating like? the model, comma role? Like, well, so that's what I—that's th- what I was thinking role. too. Model, model. <laughs> <laughs> the role. That's what it is. Creating the model role with Keith and Herget of August Ace Production. <sighs> Welcome, Keith. And. Welcome, Keith. And how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out here. Hey, where Appreciate were you right before this? Right before this, um, I just came from an audition for a uh, commercial audition for Sabra Hummus. Mm. I do like hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Is a special treat. I just want you to know we made it hot in here, so yeah. you would start removing. You, you have like a little. I, fe- I <laughs> have like on, very Josh, tell them. I'm <laughs> getting like a little like mi- I could sell hummus Middle Eastern vibe, but you're not. What's your your family? Uh, German. Is German. My Interesting. father's our family name, I guess, is German, but uh, I am 
what you would describe as ethnically ambiguous. I love I that. Me too. Pound. Right Wait, here. have you Boom. done Boom. ancestry or any of those? Because you know I, I thought with my last name for a long time I was really German. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I get a lot of Irish. Curious for years and years Scottish. and years. My grandma tells uh, black Irish and German. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's crazy. You should do it. I mean, yeah. if, as long as you haven't committed any crimes where they're going to be. See, now that's the you. key thing. It's a concern. You yes, know, but if anyone in your family does it. Decide to commit murder someday. Yeah, but if anyone in your family does it, they can still find you. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, I have a theory that I'm actually not at all related to my family, that I was adopted and nobody's telling me. So. I think every time I bring my sister did it and she got it all like done, but I think and yeah. I went to go and my mom was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> no, she didn't. Shut up. <laughs> that would be crazy. She's really good secret keepers. But like, I look like no one. I look like no one yeah. in the family. All the pictures of like us growing up. There's like tons of my brother well, and Josh, sister. You Where are the do pictures it. of maybe me? Maybe you're. Maybe you are really. The maybe there are, you got I'm a wealthy. Oldest. Maybe you have the a wealthy oldest. father wow. out there, there. I'm. There are pictures of me. I should. I should rephrase it. But it's like. It's almost like. I'm hoping that the story is that my dad was the only one that knew how to use the camera, so he was taking all the pictures, but like, <laughs> where did I, how did this happen? All right, well, we're off topic, and we're Already. trying to keep this show tight. tight. So, Keithan, let's talk. Um, what tight, is your like job title? What, yeah, <clears throat> what is your job title? My job title now, I guess, um, would be actor first and foremost, and then producer, director now on this um issues this project that we were just speaking about i co-wrote with a good friend of mine whose name is george deal who is immensely talented um so writer. couldn't have done it without him writer writer jack of all trades he, he yeah, covered a lot of ground the best, there just trying to uh level up in general yeah the th- i mean what happened with issues was we were trying to generate some work for ourselves and uh how it used to happen i guess in days of past would if you would just get a play that you loved and put it up in a black box somewhere in Manhattan with your friends and invite everyone you know to come and watch it and just try to have as long of a run as you can but with theater rentals now it's nuts like uh, a small uh, 50 seat joint you're well and you, a you couple get a thousand much bucks. bigger audience with an o- something exactly like so we had a play that we loved George and I and then um we're going full forward with the play and then started really itemizing the budget that we were going to have to have. And we're like, you know what? We need to rethink this. Let's shoot a short film. And then all that money that we put pumped into that, it was just going to live forever on the internet, you know, right. at the very least. And so right. if we had an agent or casting director or whomever that we would hope that would come to our little shit play that w- <laughs> chances are that they would not come, <laughs> Um, at some point, they'd watch whatever it is that we put on YouTube channel, and it also promotes different a different skill set too. So it's not mm-hmm. just the writing and the acting, but it's like here's what I know about production. Here's how I understand the business. I understand the medium, the lighting, mm-hmm. the sound, the camera angles, editing, all that stuff. So, you know, it's a different thing you're advertising. But he's so right is that it lives forever. You can send it to pe- people constantly. Right? You get this. Mm-hmm. Send me your links. Send me your reels. Right? Yeah. So like, here's what I can send you now. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. It's exciting because it's then that that's been the biggest thing. I mean, we've been editing it for the past like two years. I literally just finished it like last month. It's hard. doing a screening in yeah. like two weeks. Hopefully, sure, I'll be there. Thanks for inviting. So me. Is, yeah, is so come on down. Is this your dream job? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I guess I would just like to do more and bigger and better and more consistent. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's and it. and yeah. finally, tell us about a job that you had that blew. The job that I had that blew, well, I grew up in Nebraska on a farm, and so we did, I had 
learned what an honest day's work was pretty early as a Uh-oh. kid. Are we going to learn about barnyard labor. masturbation? No. <laughs> what? It's Remember? Like, we worry. had that on another That's show. That's where she goes with that this? That was on another show. No wonder I hit on you at that wedding. <laughs> she did, we, tr- we tried to move on from that moment, and she's been bringing it back ever since. No, I haven't. Oh, man, with such hot topics. Where in Nebraska? Where in Nebraska? Um, uh, we lived on a farm outside of a small town called Hebron, Nebraska, Kay. which is south central, but uh, yeah, all manner of like farm stuff but uh i guess the 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 first job that like was like humbling that jumped out in my mind when you first brought it up so that's what i'm going to mention now um was in las vegas i first moved there and starting to try to get into entertainment and uh i was like well i'll just get a server job or something Mm -hmm. like that and uh it was pretty much impossible because i didn't have any server experience everybody wanted me to have las vegas experience and so i ended up having to take a job as a host working with a host, a uh, 16-year-old Mexican girl hostess at this little tiny Mexican restaurant on Flamingo, like off the strip, wow. and seating people. And we had like a slow afternoon one day, and I was, they were like, why don't you go outside and pick up the cigarette butts out of the sidewalk? And I'm like, no. No. seriously? And they're like, yeah. Get and so I'm out. So here I am on the sidewalk on Flamingo. With your fingers or with a broom? Y- yeah, I mean, some th- I mean, they had they sent me out there with a broom and a dustpan, but, you know, uh, you had some you had to like get in there or whatever and pick them up but me like with a college degree and like all these aspirations you know picking cigarette butts out of the sidewalk cracks in las yeah. vegas nevada was a pretty humbling experience you're like okay pal it's time to uh how long did you stay saddle there? up how long did you stay at that yeah. job um i was i ended up being there for a couple months probably i don't know two or three months and how then long after that incident did you stay did you quit within like 30 days yeah. Yeah. yeah and things just kind of started happening i had my first modeling shoot and then that photographer th- that i shot with introduced me to someone that worked at the mgm at, to an opening at the mgm grand hotel and casino i worked in a ultra lounge there called taboo which was the all the rage you know it's 15 taboo. years ago cool but uh but yeah things just he's just like no no, no we got to get you out of uh Whatever the name of that restaurant is, I don't know. I've blacked it out. Wow. <laughs> How long were you in Vegas for? I was there for about two, two and a half years. I had intended to just move to L.A. and I was just gonna move to L.A. Right. and start trying to figure out an acting career or whatever. And then I knew someone in Vegas, and I happened to visit. And then there's a handful of agencies there and show opportunities that you can get in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of presented to me as an opportunity to be a big fish in a small pond. And just learn because I didn't know anything about the industry at all at that point. And uh, so, yeah, I was like, well, I'll go here for like six months. And that turned into a couple years. And super long story short, I ended up getting scouted for modeling in New York and came out here. And Didn't you do something with MTV? Why do I feel like you were? Um, around the time I met you, I think I had done a dating show on okay. MTV. Oh, it was like uh, where they strap you up to a lie detector and we don't know about it. Oh, okay. And there's like a, the girls, it was me and another guy competing for a girl, and the girl had like a friend in the van. Oh, I vaguely I don't remember. It wasn't I like, it's not next, that, but like. I used to watch that show naked all the time. You're right. You used to watch it <laughs> naked? Yeah, I'd be naked watching oh, it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so you <laughs> might remember him I totally then. remember. Oh, my God. I have a question. Oh. What was the Nebraska shitty job? You uh, said you were on the, sh- on the farm. On the farm. I mean, I worked in a, I worked in a, what the hell was it? You were totally picturing metal, like a pitch. Metal tech. I was in a factory. That was the f- worst job I've ever had. 
hard worst or just just what, what like worst? Uh, yeah we were assembling like fans that would go in these big housing units that right. for like computer mainframes or whatever wiring and shit that was bad i mean everything uh i don't know i i guess working on the farm uh, driving a tractor is monotonous um i mean but we'd whole hay bales and it's hard it's just what we did i don't i guess i don't know i didn't really i don't really look back on anything like i mean i definitely look back on it and be like i knew I specifically remember at one point I was building fence by myself. You build right. like an electric fence in mm-hmm. front of your barbed wire fence to keep your cattle in. Right. For in case you were curious about that. <laughs> um, the more you know. But I was like walking the fence line, building this electric fence, and I was just like, "Yeah, no, we gotta. We're done. <laughs> we gotta try to go. We gotta go to Vegas and yeah, pick up some cigarette Vegas. butts. Vegas, <laughs> New York, and but back then, I mean, New York seemed like such a far away land that it didn't seem to be a even possibility. Until you met me and you were like, that's what, All right, that's don't, what New York's don't about. Don't retcon <laughs> his story. Dream I'm off. just kidding. <laughs> so before we get into the whole backstory or your journey, um, I got to ask. I'm like totally intrigued by this. But you have this. You don't seem to have a very Midwest accent. No. You have actually like a little bit I of a Canadian yeah? type accent. Is that? Well, like Nebraska. The O's are very Canadian. Nebraska essentially has a, a non-regional diction. I was going to so say. Like it's, it's I don't like think like it's. There's famous newscasters and stuff are from Johnny Carson's from like Norfolk, Nebraska, but right. are like handful of famous people that are from there. But I don't know. I lived in Mississippi for a little bit, um, Nebraska, Vegas. Uh, I lived with an Irishman here in New York for a long time, and so I picked up just like little words that sure. are kind of anno- annoying. I guess. No, not <laughs> the more annoying. I drink, the more Irish I get. A thousand percent. <laughs> it's not so Irish to me. It's a. It's more. It's the O's that you, the yeah. O sound. Mm-hmm. It's a little Canadian, like you know. Hmm. It's. I'll point it All out. Right. I'll uh, yeah, let, let me know. Now I'm going to be yeah. in my head about it. No, <laughs> it's, it's fine, but we do need to focus. So right, you so came to go. New York modeling. I came to New York, New York modeling. Yeah, coincidentally, I had at the time been. <laughs> it's so random. Um, I was voted as the Cosmopolitan Bachelor of the Year for the state of nevada i used to do that oh i used to do that work those parties yeah. that's so funny <laughs> and With i got susan like portnoy from show number five <laughs> or whatever it was and so when i came to new york for that i they introduced they set us up with some meetings for like agents and stuff like that and i ended up getting i came out to visit a couple and got signed and instantly was uh kind of off to the races how do you get signed for a modeling uh, you know, because like acting, so you could do a showcase, mm-hmm. you could be seen in a play. What, what, what's the process it's for a model? It's pretty discretionary. I mean, because on a base level, I mean, it could someone scouts you on the street or whatever, and they ask you to come in. You take pictures. If they like your look, mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, you got to fit the clothes. There's sample size of clothes that you like for fit wise that will rule you either in or out. But otherwise, it's just if they like your look. So you're not like, like, you know. Mail doing mailings or you know putting your headshots or your I had at the time been like sending out some stuff mm-hmm. um, that coincidentally timed out with the, that Cosmo thing at the time that kind of like got me started, mm-hmm. but I mean they were excited about that. Okay. Um, they helped me like get my foot in the door. Yeah, but um, did it help that you did some modeling gigs? I'm sure it did in Vegas. Um, no, no, that's regional. We're talking national. Yeah, New York is just such on a different. I came out here with like my Vegas book. <laughs> and it's just, a p- I had long hair, like, past my shoulders at the time, and they're all with my shirt off, and, you know. That's pretty, that's <laughs> how I <met> it. 
And then uh, in New I York, you had to like <laughs> wear clothes and yeah. um, do all these other things. So for the <laughs> audience, what are some of the bigger campaigns that you did as a model? To um, uh, most recently, I did the Untuck It shirts. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? They yep. got a lot of ads out right now. That was in their holiday thing. Um, I'm really upset with them right now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because the whole point is that they make these shirts that are short enough. Mm-hmm. Right, that they don't right. They don't go past like the the they middle fit of your, all the body types except my body type. <laughs> okay, why? Yeah. Because I'm still kind of like a stocky guy. So to fit my shoulders and my chest in, I have to get the size larger, which okay. is then, and then too longer. Long. <laughs> they don't make. They need to make a combo of like <clears throat> the medium large or like the large, like a guy's they large. Need a schmedium. A schmedium. No, or like <laughs> a lardium. A l- you know? <laughs> because like otherwise, I. I'm Gosh, too that is your modeling opportunity. <laughs> yeah, well, it, right there. I, it's more of like well, a product opportunity. Screw but you. But somebody's got to model it. I mean, I'll I'm do sure it. I got that guy's it, email. But if still you look at the, you know the catalog they sent out, right? Oh, please email him and tell him. <laughs> but they said they have like all these different body types, and I'm like, yeah, oh, they got, that was they like got short and really slim. Oh, they got big and kind of stocky. Where's where's short? You're and stocky? the opposite of my oh, okay. poor husband, who is super thin right. and shirts. He needs like a longer shirt. That's this, this seems like mm-hmm. a good opportunity to share this super embarrassing but very true story. The other day we went, sorry, sidebar of two kids, right. went to the children's place on um, Austin Street in Forest Hills. Okay. And my daughter was like looking for something specific and I'm like strolling through the store and I just was like standing in front of the jeans rack on the wall. Okay. And I'm like, no way. That's not, it's not even, let me, I got to just see. So I pulled a 16 extra large down off the shelf, went into the fitting room, put on the pants too long, too <laughs> fucking long. Sixteen extra. But they, the fit, children, you, but they fit you fit around me, the right. I will away. show you the picture. I looked phenomenal. My butt was like a button. <laughs> yeah. and I still needed to get them hemmed because oh they're too long. God. What kid wah, is that wah, shopping? Wah. What kid is so large that he's shopping in the children's place and he's that big? Holy shit! <clears throat> so, wow. so back you want to hug it out? I yeah. would love to wow. just. Uh, Multiple for multiple <laughs> reasons, I'd love to hug it out with you. <laughs> okay, so in the midst of doing the modeling, wait, no, g- sorry, so sorry, sorry, Brown, I apologize. Give us one or two more other campaigns you've done. Untuck. Um, Hartman luggage. Um, Sprint. What's the first one you did in New York? You the did first Sprint? job I did in I New did York was out. for Armani. Armani. Okay. You get a lot of those like those high uh, profile type. Um, not companies. so much anymore. Then I was more of like a fashion guy, and now I've. Definitely graduated into the young dad um, he was category. He was in a, Got it. a New York Langone <laughs> ad in the subway. NYU Langone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, that was cool, cool. That originally aired during the Super Bowl. Oh. It was my oh. first Super Bowl commercial. That's nice. Did that pay mm-hmm. well? Uh, yeah. I, Good. I, I, I paid rent that month. Good. Um, okay. <laughs> so in addition to the modeling, you mm-hmm. moved into, you started, when did you start this production company? Um, I founded it in 2014, originally with the imp- with the main point to just try to, for tax purposes, I was trying to minimize my personal tax liability by funneling all the money that I made acting and modeling into the LLC and then paying myself from that, Mm -hmm. which is something that, in my opinion, every working actor or model should be doing. I should have done it sooner. Separate episode, but Mm -hmm. do that if you're acting. Just do it. Go through and do it. so that was the original reason, but then it also created an umbrella for me then in order to do film or uh, photo production for 
you know, an ad campaign right, for I'd help the suiting company do their all their branding and like website and stuff last year. But uh, yeah, so then I already had it founded. Like when, for instance, with issues, when I had to fill out like the SAG paperwork, I you have to have a production company with an EIN and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I already had it all was already kind of there. Mm-hmm. It was lock and key to kind of get going. But interesting. Did yeah. you in your time in New York here, uh, as you've been modeling and acting, have you mm-hmm. ever had a day job? Yes, the first couple of years I worked in bars around here. My first, my very first bartending job was at uh, Southern Hospitality. Oh, oh, on Justin, isn't that Justin Timberlake? I think it's gone now, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, they still have the one open down in uh, Theater District on right. like 45th or something. But yeah, there and Brother Jimmy's and Brother Jimmy's. Brother, everybody's um, got a Brother Jimmy's. Yeah, right. right. Not too many. But uh, yeah, I got canned. I got canned from Southern Hospitality. What? I w- Justin I was threatened. Hello, look at him. I Justin bo- was so threatened. <laughs> <by> <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin, by the way, is a class act. Yeah. A hundred percent. But uh, aside from that, uh, yeah, I booked a job. Like they had like it was like a week out or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be here next Thursday. And you know, I'm like starting. We can get a booking, and they don't happen all the time. I sure. don't know, once a month is a you know really sure. good ratio. But uh, I was like, hey, I'm not going to be here. And like, all right, find a sub. So I asked like the two other bartenders, and no one's going to cover my shift. And so I kept telling them like, hey, you got to help me out. Schedule someone else. I'm not going to be here. Right. So Thursday night rolled around at seven o'clock, and I got a call at, like seven thirty, and they're like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm not there, man. I'm still on set. And they're like, all right, cool. We need to come in tomorrow. We'll have a talk. And oh, told me I was a no call, no show. And they're like, obviously, your career is going very well, and you don't need this job anymore. <laughs> so I got canned, but that, that wasn't that no would call. Be you did call. Yeah, but yeah, that would dude. also be something that they deal with. That that's not a new thing for yeah, them. That's an excuse. They do it. Or they use it as an excuse. Yeah, it happened. That happened. Excuse me. That ended up happening a few times. And then uh, what I do now on my like part-time thing is I'm partners in a staffing like event planning company, which cool. has allowed me the opportunity to. do do whatever I want time-wise, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I never have to miss an audition or a booking or anything like that. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So you're in New York. You're modeling those campaigns. You mm-hmm. know, tell us a bit, little bit more about that journey, some of the ups and downs, how it got, how August 8th, Ace sure. Productions came into play. Um, yeah, so with modeling, uh, it's kind of a thing where you can just kind of show up, more or less, and they either like you or not. You get a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of, it's not all ad campaigns either. There's like what's called showroom modeling or fit modeling where you're in meetings with buyers for the brands and just wearing the clothes and essentially a Mm -hmm. human hanger, but they just need to see how it looks on a body. Sure. Um, that's some of the best money actually in town as far as a consistent like modeling work. So it's not necessarily print or going to be anywhere, but you go in and you're working. Exactly. And you're just literally just wearing clothes, um, for the buyers. Sometimes, but not very often, simply because they're the samples, and so mm-hmm. there's only one of the of each piece, mm-hmm. and so they need it for like their like tour that whatever. I feel like too, there's the more um, like they use a variety of people of ages, and you see a little bit more diversity doing the showroom fitting than you might see. Yeah, because it's it's a hundred percent just about fit. Right, like you just need to fit the clothes. But they also, and then like if they have targets, they want to show know. different people in the clothes. So yeah, sure. Um, but then yeah, so I was just kind of motoring along with that, and I had an opportunity to go to uh, Italy back in like 2012 and modeled there for a while, and I worked in an opportunity to go to Greece for a while. That's amazing. And they were going to send me to Istanbul after that. um, But I had a contract for like another commercial that I had worked on in New York that paid, I don't know, like 10K or something. Right. Um, 
and so I needed the money, and I flew back for that, and then I got back to New York, and they tore up the contract for <laughs> what? the job. Why? The company, like, went out of business no. or something. I'm sorry. And, uh, so lost it, but then I was just back in the States, so I went to L.A. for a while and mm-hmm. came back to New York and then just really started going. I s- got my butt into some classes. I started training with a teacher named John Dapolito here in town. He has a program called Actors Where You're Going. Um, shout out, John. Um, <laughs> but Did you uh, ever find... What were some of the the challenging moments, you know, coming back from from Greece and then finding that contract being torn up could not have been an easy moment? And then where's your head at? Um, well, it was challenging for uh, in the sense that you're, you're just uh, you're in a position where you're, you're strapped for cash. You know what I mean? And you're like, shit, I don't really want to go right back and, you know, find another bar and this or that. Mm-hmm. And uh, to just kind of have because you especially when there's a contract already established and sure. you had the pay rate, so you kind of already have that money. And you're like, okay, that's going to pay rent for X yeah, amount of months. Yeah, you've already spent it in your that, mind. Or da, 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 da. It's all allocated. Yeah. Um, but having worked over there for the amount of time gave me cer- a certain amount of like street cred, I guess, once I came back. Um, and so really my career in general started to every year since then has been better than the last just a little bit more and I slowly was getting sent on more commercial stuff and started knocking down more commercial work and so CDs for that were calling me in more and so I do much more of that now than I do straight modeling campaign so outside of issues what else has your production company what else have you that's been the only film so we had originally uh, george and i wanted to do a short film and something as simple as we could find with two actors in one room we could shoot it in a weekend um and then it and we wanted it to be like six to eight minutes long and it w- we this script grew to like you know 37 pages so now it's it's final length now is like 36 and a half minutes which is an odd length for a film mm-hmm. and so it's there's like 35 to 45 minute films that you can submit for festival and stuff like that but it's just right. a hard window from a programming sense it's hard for them sure. to program a night uh, you know come in and watch four or five 45 minute films you know right right so what kind of what we had been planning from the get-go and it's where it's going to go now is like five four to like eight minute episodes you know what i mean because the total r- the total runtime is like 36 and a half minutes but other but so that's the yeah. first like film ever script or whatever that and, you're, and you're pitching it around as a web series uh, web, web, web series. series i think is going to be the best way for it to live and there's lots more opportunities now for f- on festivals on a national level or international international level for that matter uh for that platform because it's growing so much yeah, did you say the genre is it the genre is uh like superhero comics i guess it's about the dr lear who is a psychiatrist and he sees patients for all sorts of like regular issues throughout the day, relationship problems, work problems, this or that. Only his patient this particular day is Calvin Elliott, who is the most powerful superhero on Earth. Oh, that's cool. It's and just one day. Like superheroes. And that's why it's called Hot. Issues. Because then, then within that story, so when I'm, s- I've so I played the superhero and uh, my co-writer, George, played the doctor. Um, he, uh, when I'm like talking about fighting uh, Baron Von Vicious or whatever on the couch, <laughs> he's created uh, comic book art that we've put within the film and we've animated it. And oh, man. So it's like comic book issues, issues, issues. Issues, issues. Super cool. Alas. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, thanks. Now, do you notice a difference between model 
auditions or model jobs and acting jobs oh, or acting of auditions? Course. Yeah, of course, of course. Talk on that a little. Um, well, the modeling thing, uh, like I said already, it's all you show up, you do the, f- you take they'll take picture of your front profiles, look at your book, and they're like, all right, cool, thanks, and you're out of there. With acting, you know, you have a little bit of, you can either mess up a script or this or that, or hopefully you have an opportunity to like do an expression. Mm-hmm. With modeling, there's like you have to know how to pose, I guess. To you a have to give extent. some sort of personality, though, don't yeah. you? I mean, as a model. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, sometimes they just I don't know. But with acting, um, I've ha- I've also tried to distance myself from the modeling thing a little bit too, just because it stigmatizes whether people just think that. Just think, I'm just a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> totally respect you here. I do. I do have a question though. In on your reel on your website, your hair mm-hmm. is longer. In a lot of the uh, images, now okay. I'm not sure which projects those were from exactly, mm-hmm. but right now it's uh, on the shorter side, right? Sure. How? Because uh, and I'm asking for me too because I always have a beard mm-hmm. for years. I've always had a beard, and then just recently I took it off, and I even took headshots without it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like kind of struggling between like, do I keep it off and see if that takes me anywhere, or <coughs> do I go right back to the beard and keep that on, kind of thing? Sure. So with the hair thing, uh, that for my reel, those projects were just a few years ago when my hair was longer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that's all that that is. I just need to update my reel more or less. No, I um, mean, but, but I uh, mean, from a mentality of like... With the beard thing, um, I grew it out for a film that I was working on originally, mm-hmm. um, and then my agent just told me to keep it. They're like, we love it. You should keep it like tight and like And there was yours. someone else, like another guy in the agency, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, I want to grow a beard too. And he's like, no. I'm like, why? Because you don't look like Heath Ledger. I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Not everybody um, can grow a but beard. But here's the thing. You can shave it off if you book a job. Right. So like yeah. when I have my headshots now, I... Or I shit, I haven't updated my headshot probably in two years. But it's a good headshot, by the when way. When you, I shot like half of the day with the beard, and then just sh- was clean shaven right. on the other half, Which and I look much right. younger. It opens younger. me up for different things, but I guess it's yeah. also middle of the road. If they want it you to have more hair, you can just prob- grow it the out. The problem is, and tell me if this is uh, if this ag- if you agree with this or not, but <laughs> they they don't have a ton of imagination when you go in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to see. You the way you look right now is what they want, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So they ask all the time, willing to shave the beard, and I always say absolutely. And I m- maybe one time ever booked a job where they were like, "We need you to actually take the beard." So off. have you sure. only ever booked jobs with a beard? No, but I have booked, uh, like for example, and uh, not to, I, I did a commercial with for Kia with a big uh, Hollywood celebrity, and they told me later that my audition, they weren't even watching the audition so much as they saw my, uh, my callback, my original audition, they saw with this ridiculous beard that I was that sporting for a long time, beast. like Hasidic, full Hasidic beard. <sighs> and they were like, that's pretty much why we booked you because of that. So, like I said, imagination-wise, if I had had it the other way or this and that, they might not have yeah. given me that. Yeah. Yeah. It's Who funny because you have such a baby face without it. I know, it's crazy. So, I don't know. All right, give us, I want, just think, and you can think on this for a second, mm-hmm. if you don't know it, but, like, what's, like, one kind of motivational, inspirational thing you say to yourself that keeps you going, that, that keeps you grounded? Keeps you from going back to Nebraska. I'm good yeah. enough. I'm <laughs> smart, smart enough. enough. <laughs> and gosh darn it, people like me. Al Franken, we love you. <laughs> um... Just to keep at it, man. Just to keep at it. Because um, it's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's a solo journey. You know what I mean? And I had to be uh, selfish for my own sake and for, like, family. I'm far away from my family or relationship-wise or 
you know, at any given moment, uh, if I get a job that's going to shoot in Toronto for three months, like I'm, out. I'm in Toronto for three months. Right. Um, no questions asked, you know what I mean? So with that in mind, just kind of keeping, you know, I don't know, just keeping your chin up. So keep your head up, keep grinding, keep following the, the dream. Yeah, just keep grinding because you never know when the next door is going to open, you know what I mean? And uh, fortunately, at least in my case, you there's always kind of a well-timed uh, compliment or something comes your way if there's a, you know, a, I'm not getting, I'm getting called back, but just not closing the mm-hmm. deal on mm-hmm. like a hand, mm-hmm. on a stretch, like i.e. the last six months uh, for like legit TV film stuff. Yeah. Um, you're just like, shit, is it? At some point, you're like, fuck, is it me? Because right. you have to take s- a certain level of ownership at some point of your own work. When right. it's like, maybe it's not th- it's not the casting directors. It's not th- my agent's responsibility to get me in every room. Yes, uh, that's all a part of it. But at some point, yeah. you got to close the job yourself. Um, so just being realistic to this sense and taking a good look at it yourself. Being like, all right, fuck, you know. Keith, and what did you go to school for? My degree was in broadcast journalism and Mine business. Mine too. Yeah. High five. Thank <laughs> you. Cheers. Was yours in broadcast too? Communication journalism. Yeah. My oh. first gig was with KHS Channel 5 News coverage. You can count on it. <laughs> were you on air? I was in Hastings. Yeah, I was a weekend like reporter for them oh for a while. Wait, uh, Hastings, Nebraska? Hastings, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, and how long did you do oh. that? Oh. Uh, three months. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're saying just keep grinding because you never know when someone's going to call you to do a table read. It was all the of next a, thing. Of a Yiddish <laughs> caretaker, director. Right? funeral director. Role of a lifetime. There it is. It always turns yeah, into being about making, j- giving Josh like. Dude, <laughs> listen, yeah, I don't know saw, who's man. really listening to this <laughs> podcast. And we get reviews. So, by the way, thank you for the reviews and thank you for the subscribing and thank you for the ratings. But I don't know. And if no one's listening, then this is for me to yeah. stay inspired. I mean, it's so just like whatever. it's just inside of you. Like like, the, the thing that bothers me sometimes is someone, they're like, oh, I'm going to move to New York and try to act for a year or two, and if it doesn't work out, I'm just going to try something else. And <laughs> you're like, like, listen, pal, you were never, they are never going to do it. It's just an uh, undescribable thing, I guess, that it's just uh, inside that, you know, this is a, th- a thousand percent what I want to do. Right. I'm going to do anything, work, you know, 80 hours a week doing some other shit in order to potentially do this for, like, five we- hours the next week. Right. You know, um, there's just no short road. You just kind of have to stay the course, I think. Well, and Josh has. How many years have you been pounding? I've been doing it a long enough time. And, you know, things like this, you keep trying to, you know, issues or, you know, production Mm -hmm. companies and projects and writing and scripts and podcasts. You just keep trying to put things out there that yeah, keep you relevant. Other creative outlets, and you know. Yeah, and other outlets and shows and projects, right? So sure, and that's like with issues and with August Ace now. Like that, that's the big number one thing is just writing, right? I got to start writing more and every just creating your own stuff. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, if anything, just to stay fresh because you're just working on something. You know, you don't. It's a muscle. You got to keep it. Will you be in my one man show as me? Would that Would that work for you? <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can pop my top off. All right, we're done. All right, <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> we got to get to rehearsal. Uh, no, but anyway. we do got to get to our game. Thank you, Keithan, for that uh, insight and the story. It really is uh, helpful and exactly what we're looking for here. But we do have a really fun game that Rihanna put together. Yes. yes. So uh, knowing that male motto models, longevity is much shorter than female models, and they're not traditionally as well-known. So as many well, as you have Claudia's and Cindy's and Naomi's and Christie's, you have uh, a male model. I'm yeah, trying to who? think of. 
Um, uh, candy guy, candy, I think is uh, his name. I don't Mark know. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, he definitely went the he, acting route. But he was a model. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I've created a list of famous male, mo- or famous male models um, and porn stars. And I want to see if you know the difference. I don't even know the difference. Okay, well, of some of them are, are from the, the 90s. Are the porn stars men or women? Men. men. They're all men. Oh, wow, okay. So the first one is Evan Stone. Can I play two? Because I have no idea. Evan Stone, what do you think? Ethan. Model or porn star? Yeah. Model. Model. Porn star. What? <laughs> Mark Vanderloo. That's a porn star. That is a model. Yes, model from the 90s. Mm-hmm. He was everywhere. Oh, I know mm-hmm. this one. James Dean. Porn star. He's a porn star, yes. but I'm, f- I'm familiar with his work, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a story for uh, the after show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Josh Hyman. I know this one. Josh <laughs> Hyman, he's, he's very close. He's to a model? He is definitely a model, uh, but he in wants his own mind. But he wants to be a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean O'Pry. Model. I'm gonna go model. Yes. He was in Taylor Swift's video uh, from okay. two albums ago. You would know. The hunk. Uh, yeah. Lexington Steel. <laughs> porn star, porn baby. Star. <laughs> oh, mama. The biggest <laughs> porn star. There? I don't know who he is. <laughs> he, he's also a national monument, this oh. guy. I, d- I left Holmes see, off because ev- I knew that one would see, be See, now too everyone's obvious. Googling Lexington Steel. Peter, <laughs> Peter North. Uh, model. Porn star. Is it a porn it star? Is a porn I think star. So. Yeah, he is. Actually. Manuel Ferreira. Model. model. No, that's a porn what? star. Really? I threw that one on there because it sounded like a model. Get him, Manny. Marcus Schenkenberg. Moyle. <laughs> what? Moyle. Schenkenberg. Schenkenberg. <laughs> no, that's a great point. Do not use it. Hello, he was a huge model in <laughs> the nineties. Really? Marcus I Schenkenberg. Was say rabbi. Holy smokes. In the nineties. Yeah, Johnny hmm. Sims. Okay, I know Johnny Sims. You know Johnny Sims? <laughs> I do not. He is a porn star. This guy you really shoots. Have Didn't he play quarterback for the don't New York Giants? Don't finish that like sentence. <laughs> 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 I don't want to know. Watch the videos of Johnny Sims, and you will be like, "Damn, I am not cutting it." Damn it. <laughs> oh my! And Joel West. Joel West. I have no idea. Is a model. Model? Yes, model. Got it. All right. Wow, well done. How about Michael Bergen? He was was another famous 90s. I'm aging myself. Do do us a favor. Just keep modeling. Do not go into porn. That would be really helpful. (laughs) Well. Well. (laughs) 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 Well, there you go. When I'm 89, I want to have a video. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. This may have been the most fun and funny episode we've done so far. You have a great sense of humor. You're great great to talk to. I really appreciate it. It is super hot in here. It is. And as as our humor, we're the HR professionals. The yeah, human resources, but I'm bummed. Although the way we objectified you, we'd probably lose our job. Oh, totally fired. That, I mean, I've had my hand on his leg the, the entire episode. <laughs> um, so it's just an annoying <laughs> HR question. Uh, not sure if you've ever heard it before, but we're okay. going to ask you anyway. Can't Do, wait. Where do you see yourself in five years? But you said porn. Besides porn. <laughs> Besides porn. Um, I would like to keep doing what I'm doing just on a larger scale and more consistently. Um, I would love to start working more in network TV. There's just such su- such a great platform. There's so much great stuff getting shot right now. Especially um, in New York. Uh, that is, you know, with Amazon and Hulu and Netflix and da 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 and like just well thought out 10 hour movies, you know, that you're mm-hmm. making now. I would love, love, love to do that. Is there anything, um, any show on any of those that you, right now you are just like, you you would love to be able to be on? Or yeah, I would just love to be on. Um, 
yeah, man, shit. Westworld. Um, Thrones would have been cool. Westworld. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there. Marvelous Mrs. Mizell is like uh, really smart and funny. I love I, that. I don't think there's a home for me on that at all. It's but so uh, good. Just yes. the writing's immense. I started Killing Eve. Have you seen Killing Eve? Mm-mm. I kind of want to get good. into The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know why. I'm like all well, of a sudden interested. Well, we're in living it right now like in this what's world. What's so. uh, on Ozark? Is it? Oh, Ozark's ba- good ba- too. Bateman. What's his? Uh, Jason what's Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. But like, They're I want his role in that. You know, but I'm still <laughs> maybe. Ten years out from yeah. that age wise. Yeah. What about so stage stuff? Would you produce a, your own show like you were talking about before? Um next five at years? this point in the next five years, honestly, no, because there's just no money in it. And it's hard to get a good solid run, man, because even the best if I produce an off Broadway show and we had a sixteen show run, it's just really hard to make your money back mm-hmm. and getting people but I just saw a stat recently that uh Broadway had their biggest year ever this past year. They sold more tickets than they ever have before so people mm-hmm. are going to theater mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. however you i just need don't the right producing partner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot of money involved Broadway like because you need a good what a hundred thousand dollars you know to yeah. start to get something that so that's no joke once yeah. you can get that kind of stuff and then being able to create a history where you can pay them pay them back sure. you, know, you should go see josh off broadway and drunk shakespeare I, I need to i've been hearing about it. it i'm aware of the show all right josh had yeah. f- his 500th performance S- I'm almost at six, man. i was gonna say yeah. about 100 weeks. performances <laughs> ago <laughs> so you love it how many nights a week are you uh i mean the show runs i think nine shows a week right now and between our troop we all split you know pretty much down the middle yeah um, but depending on holiday season it increases to 12. he 20. was featured in the new york times i'm his publicist i just sit here and honestly know. i don't know why we're just not helping each other but anyway <laughs> thank you so you much yes give us uh some social media handles where we can find you issues the website um again keithandherget.com spell it k-e-i-t-h-e-n-h-e-r-g-o-t-t dot com my instagram is august ace production August Ace, A-C-E. August, like the month, A-C-E production. August was my great-grandfather's name, and Ace is is my godfather's nickname. That is Irish. Nickname. That that accent. It is. Maybe your your old roommate. Yeah, you do have that. That is an Irish. I don't know, man. It's embarrassing. Why? Why? It's so unique. <laughs> I'm, so I'm like so I'm intrigued. I was trying to get rid of this Ohio accent, and it just doesn't no, go away. No, she's not. Yes, she I keeps am. it. She, when she gets don't want it. She loves When she it. gets really animated, it comes out hardcore. No, when I drink. She's like, Jish. Jish. <laughs> get it. over here, Jish. I said, the cat. Yeah, you fuck. Yeah, it sounds like a wise guy, yeah? Yeah. Hey, Jish. Anyway, we are at Jobs Below Podcast on almost all the social medias. The website Twitter. Hello, 900 followers. Brianna, for real. Like, Total, you total applause to you. You are kicking ass trying to get. I'm one making more friends with people. I'm getting follow lists. I'm You're doing it all on there. Watch yeah. out. Really I'm making people angry. <laughs> it's great. And just check out we, the website. We just put on some pictures up there from some of uh, our episodes, and we have some of the video too that we have recorded is up there. And uh, that's uh, jobsblowpodcast.com. I'm Mr. Josh Hyman.com. I also just updated my website. You can check out some pictures and things uh, at Mr. Josh Hyman. Brianna is at, I'm going to say it this time, at Brihas1. 
Brihas one? B-R-I-H-A-A-S one. What up? I can say it. I'm allowed now. That's <laughs> a thing for you guys, though. Uh, I, I didn't ever want to give it up. But, but whatever. She's a celebrity that's what she now. Said. She's an all-star uh-huh. podcaster <laughs> now. She needs a following of her own. Yeah. We thank you so much for all the reviews and the ratings and subscribes and likes. Please share. Talk about us. That's really honestly how the word gets out about this podcast and allows us to keep doing it. Just talk about us. Come to Comic Strip Live, maybe on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Pop into the booth. Maybe just see our sign up on the wall. Take a picture. Hashtag us. Hashtag Jobs Blow Podcast. And just make sure when you look Keithan up, you remember he hit on me. <laughs> if <laughs> there's one thing you take away me. from oh, this Mama. show today. <laughs> and I Mama. hit on both of these people. <laughs> he did. Josh did. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brianna. Thanks, thanks Keithan. Thanks for having me. Guys. All right, guys. Bye. I'm too fly for my suit and tie And I'd rather die than work nine to five And I'm too fly for my suit and tie And I'd rather die than work nine to five And that's why I don't wanna go to work I just wanna chill and play all day Look him dead in the face and say I wish I could just be still asleep while you were